when life gives you lemons. You create a podcast at 7.30 in the morning. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week of Lemon Talk. This week, I'm currently recording it with my eyes closed because I'm imagining being in my bed, but I'm not. Comfortable blankets and pillows (laughs) and everything else. It's currently about to be actually 7.40 a.m. here. And, yep, this is the first time we ever record a podcast this early. And just to let you guys know, I usually wake up at 7.10. So at this time, I'm usually eating my breakfast. But today I ate my breakfast very fast to come and record this. So that way you guys won't hear my chewing here. (laughs) And guess who was late? <laughs> Is anyone surprised? Dulce was six minutes late. Unacceptable. This is a work <laughs> setting, Dulce. Are you cannot I'm be sorry. late to work. Okay, okay. In my defense, I was getting my coffee because like Joanna mentioned, it's 7.40 in the morning. At this point, I am awake. I, will wake, I, wake, I wake up really early. But at this point, I'm still half asleep. So coffee always makes it a little bit better and enjoyable, and I'm able to work just a little bit more productively. So in my defense, I, I lost track of time a little bit. It, it, it is partially my fault. I apologize for being six minutes late, but I don't know how to defend myself here. So I'm just going to hand it off to you. There's no defending, but let's just go on to the scheduled podcast that's <laughs> We're talking Six about... Six minutes late. <laughs> yes. So this whole podcast is a lot about the centering, kind of like the topic of love in general. We're going to go over what we did for Valentine's Day. And we're also going to go over just like to all the boys, always and forever, and our opinions and just everything that we can probably talk about in that movie. Um, and we're also going to talk about a love theory that Joanna mentioned and... We'll talk about that a little bit more when the time comes. But yes, stay tuned for all that. It's going to be very fun. So what I did on Valentine's Day, well, I... That was a long pause. I third-wheeled. <laughs> what? What do you mean? You th- Wait, I know. You third-wheel your parents? <laughs> well, Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I third-wheeled my parents, everyone. Like, if you were here, we have said in previous podcasts, I think we actually said in the last podcast, that we're single Pringles. So we, well, I don't know about Dulce. Like, you know, I can't speak no, for Dulce, no, but no. I third-wheeled <laughs> third my parents. I want to quickly just jump in there. I know we, we talk about, we make jokes and, and we talk about all of that, you know, Um like oh do it say this that but just to clarify yes i'm single and everything else is false rumors okay but now going on to like what i did really so um uh, my mom made us breakfast i helped her you know i made the pancake mix put it on the i don't know what you call that pan to cook <laughs> it <laughs> i was flipping them pancakes making sure they didn't burn Yes, we ate some breakfast, and then my parents gave me a necklace that has, like, three little hearts on it. Oh. Now, I don't know if that is supposed to be, like, they've got it because they thought it was cute, or if it's supposed to have a deeper meaning. I will consider it as a deeper meaning, you know, because there's three of us. But technically, technically, there should have been four hearts, you know. We can't exclude my dog, Rocky. True. True, true facts right there. We can't speak Rocky. Yeah, and then, yeah, we kind of just, um, what else did we do? Nothing, really. Nothing. I love how you asked. (laughs) I forgot. What else did we do? (laughs) Yeah, nothing really happened. We're just like, I just did my own thing, like watching YouTube and TikTok. And then at night, I was by myself in the living room, like around 8.30. And I was just sending voice memos to Dulce. <laughs> and I was, like, so conflicted if I should stay up 
and watch a movie or if I should just go to sleep like around 10 30 because we had agreed that we were going to be recording this <laughs> at 7 30 so I was like should oh. I stay up or should I not because maybe if I stay up I'm not going to be in the mood to get up early but I kind of like really want to watch a movie and then I texted Dulce. I sent her another voice memo telling her, because she had told me that she had watched movies. And I told her, what movie recommendation do you give me? Like, one that's not too long that I could watch right now. Like, that, I I sent her that message, like, at 10. So I was like, that's not too long, because I really don't want to be up later than 11. And she never got back to me. She never got back to me. So I don't know what she was doing, but I know she was posting on Insta, but okay. No, but- no. You see, I didn't see it. And, and then I texted you this morning when we were, um, I, I forgot. Oh, yeah. I asked you, like, oh, are you awake? And then I said, oh, sorry. I didn't see your message. I didn't see that voice memo at all. And I, I truly apologize for that. You know, I would have answered. I have a bunch. Well, you didn't Tulsa, but it's okay <laughs> because I I was like, no, the movies are gonna be too long either way. So instead I started watching iCarly, you know, if you guys know that's on Netflix. So I'm like on episode yes. six, seven. Yeah. Not watching that. I watched one yes, episode the, the and winner, then I was like, good night. The winner with. of the the battle with our if you go back guest. to if you go back to our Instagram post where we promoted the episode, you would clearly Nicole see that Disney one. Channel won. So everyone Nicole go look one. at that post. No. You'll see that this, Disney Channel won. And this she just can't accept the loss. But no, no, yeah. no, no. The fact that she decided to watch iCarly out of so many different things just kind of proves the fact that it's just it's just great. It's just good, you know? Just gotta Anyways, <laughs> is that all you did? Yeah, and then I turned off the TV, and then I went to sleep. That was my day. So my third wheel day. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I didn't... Did I third wheel anyone? I don't think I third wheel anyone. Like, my parents, for the most part, like, they just did their own thing. What I did is that I woke up in the morning, and... I was in a pretty good mood, and the the previous day before, I didn't finish watching To All the Boys. I started watching, like, the first half of it, and then I didn't finish it, and it was really late. So I decided that on Valentine's morning, yes, I was going to watch rom-coms and just kind of cry. I did cry a lot, actually, because I watched about two rom-coms, and I just got really emotional. I don't know why, <laughs> but I thought it was just, like, this funny thing because... I know we talk about the fact that, like, oh, dulce this, dulce that. But I'll say here right now, I I am not seeing anyone. But I don't think I need anyone at the moment. And we're going to go further into detail about that situation a little bit later. Um, I just feel like I'm, I'm good. At, I'm in a good spot. I'm just happy where I am. And I'm just really focusing on my studies, which is surprising because I feel like Especially, Joanna knows this. I feel like I I always wanted to have someone there. You know, it's just nice. Um, clearly, I have my friends and my family. And I think at this moment, that's all I really need. But when I was, like, especially, like, a little bit younger, I, I genuinely did want to have some sort of relationship just to go through that whole experience and just know what it felt like. And then, of course, you see, like, you know, the rom-coms and you see other people in the street and, like, their relationships. And, you know, they have, like, this, they paint this picture perfect kind of thing. And I, I feel like I wanted to have that. But then, you know, I'm okay where I am. Uh, that's kind of, like, the, the my long story short kind of thing. But so that's what I did. And then I drank some coffee. Uh, my aunt came to drop off a a bag of candies for me, which felt kind of magical in the, in the in the time because I was literally just watching to all the boys and it just felt kind of right. <laughs> the moment that she came in to bring me candies and I started to munch a little bit on them. And then, uh, the, then for the rest of the day, it was really like chill. I was just working on a few things, working on some homework, uh, started to watch a few shows. 
And then uh, I kind of said this, to, I told this to Joanne a little bit um, last night during her voice memos, but basically I was, I was in the mood to songwrite. And so um, I started songwriting a little bit and I wrote kind of like a sad and then I wrote like a happy song. So I think that was kind of like funny because it's, it was, it, you know, the topic of it was kind of like love. Um, but I won't, I don't know if there's like ever going to be released. I just thought it was fun, funny that I was able to write a little bit more. I was really inspired by the whole rom-com thing. So I started to do that. And then I started to, I learned things to TikTok. I learned how to make little rings. So I got excited and I made like 20 different rings. Oh my gosh. Out of what? I, uh, out of wire and like beads and it's really cute but like I don't have 20, 20 fingers so like <laughs> <clears throat> Joe I'll make you one for like when this quarantine's over I'll I'll give you one or yeah. a few because I, like I said I have a lot <laughs> but um, yeah I made it like these little rings out of wire and beads and they were really fun thanks to TikTok thanks to TikTok thanks to that person I don't remember their username but if you search it up I'm pretty sure you'll find something like that um and then from there, I I dressed up. <laughs> I dressed up really fancy. I had, like, these, like, I wore, like, a pink, like, sweater and, like, very, like, Valentine-ish kind of, like, style. I don't know if that, that's not a word, but, like, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. I dressed up in the colors. I had, like, this bow on. And I was really, you know, feeling it. And we didn't go anywhere. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. But uh, I dressed up like that. And we literally just went went out to go get takeout and then bring it back home. So I, I didn't leave the car. <laughs> no one saw my cute outfit, but, um, and then after, and literally when we arrived food, when, when, when we arrived food, when we arrived with the food, <laughs> um, I literally changed into my next Valentine outfit. It was more of a comfy style. So originally I had like a pink sweater and like jeans and my hair up really nice and my earrings and everything like that really fancy dancy but uh when I came home I literally I literally ran to my room I put on some sweats put on a red sweat sweater and then just kind of like put my hair in a ponytail very very ugly ponytail because Joanna's the hairstylist here she's a clearly she's not taking any clients right clients right now but yeah no and then, no, no. Um, you don't want to see my hair right now at seven in the morning <laughs> it's not good i know but you're a professional joe i i trust you uh <laughs> i can just imagine you right now i'm sorry um you shouldn't see mine right now either it's really ugly but anyways um and then like for the rest of the night i literally was just uh i watched a few youtube videos because i really started to like youtube a lot more i think it's just because the videos are super super short um that i really like to watch them a lot and they're really entertaining right but after I watched that, I literally, like, posted on my story where I was just, like, was listening to Taylor Swift, the vinyl lover. You can never go wrong with that. And so I was listening to the vinyl on it on my record player. And I had, like, a bunch of candy and a stuffed bear um, that my mom gave me, like, a while back. <laughs> so, no, I didn't have a Valentine's, unfortunately. But I also... Uh, yes, we do. Also- Don't say our parents are our Valentine's. Okay, yes, our parents. You know what? You're right. You're right. Because my mom gave me that. Yeah, and your parents gave you the necklace. Um, but like, yeah, you mentioning the necklace thing. My mom got me like these bags that I really wanted. You know what? No, you're right. We do have a Valentine's Day. I have my sister. I forgot about that. <laughs> I asked her to be my Valentine's. Yes. You see, we're not she single was... here on Valentine's Day. <laughs> she was half asleep though, so I don't know if she meant it, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I did. Sorry for the long explanation. It's really unnecessary of me, but that's, that's what I did. (laughs) No, amazing explanation. And I think you really did a good transition about the whole, like, love theory thing that we could go on to, because I know you mentioned that a little bit. So let's just go on to the theory. You want to explain it or you want me to explain it? You should explain it. All right, okay, I'll explain it. So basically, the love theory that we have is that, you see, I don't want to use the word soulmate because I know a lot of people don't believe in soulmates, but like, we'll say significant other. Like how it's possible that 
you have or have not met your significant other. Like, it's so crazy how the world um, works like that. And when Dulce and I decided to talk about this today, she mentioned something like she said, oh, maybe we have met them. It was just like the wrong place, wrong time. And like last night during our voice. Memos. Yeah. Just wanted to say that because I didn't mention it right now, but I mentioned it. Uh, we were voice memoing last night, and that's where the whole conversation started. Go ahead. Yeah, and I never had thought of it like that. I was honestly shocked. I was like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. I honestly was just thinking of it like, oh, maybe we met them, and I didn't even like care to look at them. They didn't care to look at me, and like we just moved on in life. Like. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, Dulce, you want to explain your thoughts on this whole theory? I mean, I think it's interesting because, the I mean, the first time that I, when you told me the theory uh, during the voice memo conversation, I genuinely thought you meant it like that. So when you told me, like, oh, I didn't even think of that, I was, like, kind of, I was, like, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of ways to actually, like, see this theory and, like, interpret it. It's, like, in my opinion, I feel like, we, you know, it's hard to know. It's hard to know when, when you know, you meet someone and then it's like, well, maybe that, maybe that's your future person. You have no idea that you're probably going to, you know, create a life with this person. And to me, it's just interesting. I think that's my, like, overall thought. It's like, Joanna knows a lot of things about my life that I'm not ready to publicly just put in, out on the internet yet. Um and I respect a lot of people, too. So it's like, there's just a lot of things that, you know, I, I'm not ready to put out yet. But basically, when I said, uh, you know, wrong person, wrong time, I kind of indicated that, like, it could just, it could be anyone at this point. Like, anyone that you probably came across and, like, whether it's, like, a friend, whether it's, like, just, like, a classmate or whether it's, like, someone you like you you care about along like along the lines like it can be anyone at this point because you never know like what's your destiny or like where you're going to head towards to and it's it's just like really going into the unknown so just like i don't know if i'm even making sense there's just so many thoughts about it cuz it's kind of crazy to think that someone you came across like maybe like let's say like in elementary school or middle school which has been like a very long time um maybe those people will somehow make their way into your life again. And then it's like, well, next thing you know, it's like this person is in your life and they're super important and they're a part of it. So to me, it's shocking to know that any interaction that you probably have, you had in the past, you have now and you will have in the future, will, you know, have some sort of impact in your life. I know. I, I find it so, <laughs> what I find so crazy is like, you don't know, like, how you're going to meet that person. Like, it could be, we're in high school right now. It could be that it's someone we possibly know from high school and like, maybe we're good friends with them, but then like, we never saw them in that way. And like, you know, we disconnect and maybe a few years later, like, you connect with them again and something else happens like you develop a different type of connection or it could be someone from high school you never talk to or it's so weird how you people meet each other like at restaurants at outings like what the like what <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy to me like my parents met when my mom went to my dad's job to ask a few questions and like that's how they met I was like what what? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah, I was like, it's that's what I find the craziest. Like, how, you don't know like when and how you're gonna meet them. What interactions? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, my for me, it's always been funny. My stepdad and my mom, like, they known each other for their whole entire lives. So the idea that they kind of like they've known each other since like my mom was like a little girl in Mexico and it's crazy to know that like even though they drifted apart like they they never really talked a lot and now they kind of made their way back now in the like you know in the present times like it's insane uh because you know if, I'm pretty sure when my mom was younger she was just like oh like you know like he's just like a family friend and I don't know where he's like now my husband <laughs> He's so no longer just, a family friend. He's no longer a family <laughs> friend. But <laughs> it's funny. It's really, it really is, honestly. Like, you just never know. And 
And I mean, you hinted on something that I, I, I know we probably didn't plan to talk about, but I think it would be interesting. You kind of talk about, we, we kind of mentioned like the interactions part, right? You never know when you're going to meet them and you, you talk about um, your parents just meeting like that. Like it's just like a, a single interaction with someone at a coffee shop or anything, right? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of interactions or the kind of like the, the type of way that is ideal for me to meet someone in general, whoever I start to date. Um, face-to-face and I remember having a conversation with my my stepbrother um, about this and how in my opinion I, I don't think I would ever want to do online dating how okay do wait so well I never no I don't really see like that online dating thing like it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it doesn't attract me but same uh, so you would rather like meet like someone like one time and then like if you hit it off that one no. time you talk, you talk to them, like, like, but you go, like, on dates with them rather than someone that, that you've known for a while and then, like, the friendship develops into something else. Well, you see, that, that just depends on, like, the destiny part, like, whether, like, if I, if I know someone and hitting it off, right, that's just, like, hypothetically, then, like, yeah, I mean, I would totally like see where it goes, right? If we, we, if we're both really, if we're interested and invested in it. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, in general, overall, if, because you know, it like it's kind of like we're saying, like it can be anyone, <laughs> like it's it's anyone's game at this point, right? Like anyone can any any interaction that you have could probably just be the the one for you, like you mentioned, like your parents had that one interaction and then they got to know each other. So that's kind of, like, where I'm heading towards, right? Where, like, if I have an interaction with someone, and, of course, it, it has to be, like, really interesting, you get me? Like, it can't just be, like, oh, hi, hello, like, if he's a worker or, like, or any, like, type of situation in general. Like, clearly you have to have some sort of um, really good conversation to even get get someone's number, mm-hmm. you get me? Like, there has to be some sort of buildup from that one conversation that makes you think, okay. I mean, I would totally like to get to know you a little bit more, like, and then go, maybe go on a date, and then let's see where that heads, because it's not saying, like, I don't, I don't want to put that, I, I don't want to say, like, defending myself a little here, I don't want to say that just because I have one good interaction with someone, I'm going to be like, oh my god, this is the, the love of my life, this is the person I want to be with. <laughs> <laughs> but just, some people about... are like that, some people do feel like that sometimes, like, that's it, I found them. <laughs> like i mean look everyone is has their own opinion and their own version for me it's just you know that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that like i feel like the type of relationship that i want is like i want them to be my best friend first you know be able to tell them everything know that i can trust them loyalty and like stuff like that and then kind of see if it builds on into something else oh okay so that's what i was trying to get to like obviously we can't control like what happens but like if you were to pick you would pick that you were friends first it's weird because like when you say your friends first i just think of all my guy friends and i'm like i don't know about that <laughs> it could be like friends in the future you never know or it could be someone that was your friend and then you disconnected and then you became friends again I don't have friends. Yeah, when you said friends, like I can be your friends. I just like, my mind went to like every single person I know that's a guy, and I'm like, wait, no, I don't know about that right now. <laughs> yeah, that we just wanted to share that because let us know your thoughts on it. We thought that was when it came up to my mind. I was like, that is crazy. Like, hey, if you're listening to this right now, future husband. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yo. <laughs> I mean, yes, please let us know your thoughts if you're our f- future husband. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> please let us know your thoughts. Um, comment down if you're on YouTube. Comment down below. Just let us know what you think, your theories, any of that. Tell us if you've been through that. Like, if, if like you knew someone and they're like your current uh, boyfriend or girlfriend or uh husband or wife and let us know down below and if you're not on youtube then you should totally go to at lemon talk podcast on instagram and comment on this on the post for this episode and if you don't want to do that uh you should go to twitter and tweet us at lemon talk pod so
Wait, hold on. Before moving on, I just thought of something. I know how you said, like, you wouldn't do the online thing. And I know you probably meant, like, online dating, like, the Tinder and all that stuff. But in a way, we our generation does, like, online dating, you know? We, like, slide into the DMs here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I honestly, I didn't think of that. Like, I thought of that one, but I didn't think of it, like, until you brought it up. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if you're someone that slides to the DMs. Ethan, Ethan's on. Do to slide into the DMs with Ethan Dolan, but no. yeah, <laughs> clearly, was one time. if he saw it, he just ignored it because we all know he has a girlfriend now. So <laughs> I'm happy for him. You know, you you do you. I mean, it was that one time. I don't really slide into people's DMs. Do I? No, I don't. I thought about it. <laughs> this is the per- this is the perfect transition. If you have listened to our previous podcast, you know that Dulce has sent someone a love letter before. So this perfectly, mm. Dulce is a, a love letter person. But yes, and you know who else? <laughs> who else Go. is is Laura Jean Covey <laughs> from To All the Boys. Our homegirl. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about our opinions on the final movie. Laura, Laura Jean. I was going to say the, that the movie title was called Laura Jean. <laughs> to all the boys, always and forever. So, okay. just the go, Joe. guys, like a little moment here. Like, there's going to be spoilers. So, if you haven't watched it, go watch it and then come back and listen to this. So, Yes, this is why it's the final, like, the final part of, like, uh, this podcast. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to put it in the middle where you have to skip the whole other conversation that we have. So we're putting it towards the ending. So, and it's also a perfect transition. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's hear our opinions of Two All the Boys, Always and Forever. All right, so quick summary. Peter Kabinsky has been accepted to Stanford on a full scholarship to play lacrosse. Laura Jean and Peter have develop this whole plan for them to live their life the rest of their life together by Laura Jean going to Stanford but she got rejected or declined so but now she wants to go to New York and there she's conflicted because you know that's very far away from California so there's a quick summary and at the end she ends up going to New York so <laughs> Let's take a moment to applaud Joanna for that quick summary, you know? Thank you, thank you. A round of applause. Um, Joe, I'm actually really interested to know your opinion, so I sorry if I put you on the spot here, but I want to hear your opinion first. All right. Just because you were the most excited out of I think both of us. All right, so I'm very conflicted on what opinion I should give because the first time I watched the movie, I watched it twice, everyone. So the first time I watched the movie, classic show in a way. It, it's because I mentioned in the previous podcast, like once I get into a movie, like I have to watch it at least twice to really like feel the emotions and everything. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this time watching it the first time, it didn't really help me because it was Friday. I watched it on Friday when it came out, but I was busy during the day with school and we had a school event through Zoom. So by the time I was like ready to go to bed, it was like 10, 30, 11, I think. And I was like, should I stay up and watch the movie or should I just go to sleep already? And I was like, you know what? I don't have school tomorrow. It's Saturday. I'm going to watch it. So it was 11. By the time the movie ended, it was 1. And so, oh my. <laughs> so honestly, when I was watching the movie for the first time, my thoughts were like, this is terrible. This is terrible. Like, no, I don't like this. No, this is so bad. Why would they do this? Like, I honestly like really nothing about it. And I don't know, maybe that was probably because I was sleepy and I couldn't like maybe comprehend it as much. Uh-huh. And because I watched it the next day with my mom, and I liked, I liked it. 
<laughs> so I don't know really what my opinion is. One day told me like terrible movie. The other day told me like amazing movie. Like so, oh I don't even God. know. I mean, Joanna, I was so surprised when you told because I okay. So me and Joanna voice my a lot just in general. And we text each other. So basically, I think we were also talking on Friday, and she was like texting me at 10 and I was like Joe how are you still awake like I was surprised and the fact that she's telling me she told me I think like two days like a day ago that she actually ended up staying up till one to watch it I was so surprised it just doesn't it's not it's so unlike Joe to stay up that late yes it's rare it caught me off very (laughs) rare if I stay up that late (laughs) yeah so but let's talk about a Wait, when did you watch it? What was your first initial thoughts? And then we'll break it down by the scenes. Okay, okay, that's good to know because I <laughs> there's so much I want to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I initially watched it uh, also Friday. I had also a lot of school events too. Like I was super overwhelmed, so I wasn't sure if I was even gonna end up watching it that day, but I did. Now, um, I know we're gonna go scene by scene in the, in a in a little bit, but. I ended up splitting um, the movie in half, <laughs> where I ended up watching the first half on Saturday. No, Friday night. Sorry. On Friday night, I started watching half of it, and then I got really tired, and I was like, I'll watch it tomorrow morning. And so I watched it Saturday morning, and – oh, wait, wait, wait. Am I messing up something? Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. Scratch that. <laughs> I ended up – okay, so – uh, I ended up watching it on the, the, the first half on Friday night, uh, but I was really busy on all, all uh, evening, to be honest. And then Saturday, I didn't and I didn't watch it at all. I ended up uh, watching the next half on Sunday morning because on Saturday I was busy, you know, trying to get that po- the, the last podcast up and running and I didn't have time to watch it and I had to run some errands after that. And work on some other stuff. So I actually didn't have time to watch it at all. But I did end up watching it uh, yesterday, which was Sunday morning. And that's how I broke it up. So I feel like I was able to just kind of consume the the next... Just kind of, like, uh, consume what happened, if that makes sense. Like, I was able to take in everything that happened and really just put my opinion on it. Like, especially the first half. Because I didn't sleep late on Friday, but... I was able to just kind of, like, get everything in, especially a whole day in. Like, I had Saturday to really think about my thoughts and, like, what I wanted to say. And then on Sunday morning, it was morning, so clearly I was awake. Uh, it was a little bit, like, around 9, and I was able to really take in everything. So that's that's how I watched it, and now we're, I guess we're going to go scene by scene. Yeah, okay. So I just want to say something first. One reason why I didn't like it, like, I don't know why you – if you felt this way too but obviously when you get older your face changes like you know when they started this movie i know they they're not the actors are not in the high school age like they're older than high school students in real life but when they started Mm -hmm. the movie i definitely see like they had more of like the baby face so i did believe like oh they're high school like they could act as high school students but now that like years have passed and they've gotten older like this movie one reason when i watched it late at night that i wasn't really feeling it was because i didn't i couldn't picture them no more like being high school students like their face Mm -hmm. like they look too old for me i was like kids in my high school don't look (laughs) like this like no (laughs) Uh, I, I, I'm kind of conflicted on what I want to say on this, on this. I, I do have to admit they do look older, but I think that's, that was like the whole purpose. I think, I don't know if this is correct or anything, but I think they probably made them look a little bit older just because, so like, it's not like their age right now, right? I feel like, especially when like making a movie, you know how makeup, hair and all of that. I don't know how they do that, but imagine like at that time when they filmed the first and the second one. So much time has passed in general and everything they, they wear and, and they have techniques to make people look younger or older. So I feel like maybe what they did for this movie was highlight the fact that they're just like make them more older uh, since they are graduating high school, if that makes sense. Yeah, I see how they did that, like how 
they wanted to make it seem like, oh, they've changed. They changed as people and like not only their facial structure, yeah. but their style, especially since they're about <laughs> to go into college. But like, I still like, even though I thought of that, like I still saw like a 22 year old girl and guy instead of an 18 year old girl and guy. Like, yeah. So, yeah. They do look a little bit older. <laughs> Yeah, but that was one of my critiques, even though there's nothing really, I don't think they could change about it. Okay, so the scene that we're going to talk about first should be, um, should it be like the beginning when they go to Korea? Sure, what do you think? Yeah. This scene, I, I liked it. I think it was a fun intro, right? You have like the beginning and it's like these fun uh, sights and like, like sightseeing and they're just doing all like the touristy things and I genuinely really, I okay. I don't know. I, okay, this is going a little bit off topic. Just kind of the overall movie, but I don't know if you felt this too. Something that really caught off my attention right off the bat, especially with this movie and especially with the the first opening scene, was the fact that the colors, like the actual colors of the of the movie, were just like it caught my attention. Like it was like like very dark in a way. Like, it just, it felt more like a movie, if that makes sense. Like, the colors of the actual uh, movie themselves were so different compared to the first and the second movie. Where, like, in some scenes, it was a little bit darker, and it gave it that that dark effect. And then in other scenes, it was, like, super, super bright. And it just made it seem very, um, I don't know, it just really caught my attention. The the form, or or the, the editor who made, you know, who was editing this movie was probably, like, adding a lot of colors, making it different. It just really caught my attention. And so, especially in the scene of Korea, it just, like, especially that there's, like, a bunch of different colors everywhere. So some colors were, like, super bright. Others were, like, kind of toned down. And I think that really caught my attention. And I feel like it was just pleasing to watch in general. Like, the fact that it was just so many different things going on with the scene itself, I really liked that. I actually didn't notice that thing about the colors. What I saw was like that they did like a cartoony thing instead. Had they done that in the previous two movies? Am I just forgetting like a more cartoon like design? Like, you know, when they're traveling from the bus and then they transition to a little plane. Like, I think they did that in the yeah, other movies, I right? I don't remember. I I don't. Yeah, I mean, you you watched, didn't you say you watched some of them recently? So I don't, I feel like if you, but I didn't pay attention to that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then I, I don't, I honestly don't know because I mean, I've read the book, um, I've read all of the books and I've, I've seen all of the other previous movies and I don't remember that being done before. All right, but I don't know. Let us know if that was done. But going back to the Korea part, <laughs> I I like the opening scene, like how she was talking to Peter. That cafe that they were in, like the cartoon cafe, that was a really cool cafe. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wonder if it's, like, it, it has to be real, right? Yeah, they said it's real. Oh, my God, we have to go. Let me talk us to Korea. And I really love the scene on how they put the, the mom in there, how the mom went and did the locks, like the heart lock. Oh, and I really liked yeah. also how they didn't have the future stepmom in there, like how they kind of made it like, oh, she kind of steps away to give them their moment, the family, the moment to go, like, do something that was related to the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that part. I think that was really nice and how Laura Jean then added like a Peter in hers. I th- I really like that. Yeah, I didn't think of that. You're right. Um, that's very like a respectful thing. I didn't think of that at all. That that you know she she was part of it, right? It's kind of like they're introducing like this new character. They're introducing the stepmom, and she's part of this whole trip. But at the same time, it's like she steps down and gives him this private moment to kind of like. It's almost like, it's almost like saying a final goodbye, kind of like saying like they're moving on from a new chapter, right? They, they you know, the, the dad never had anyone else besides this new person, and it's like now we're kind of letting you go a little bit, mom. We st- we're, they're clearly still gonna love them, mm-hmm. right? But I think uh, it's probably more like a kind of like a transition thing where it's like we came here, we're gonna give you some peace, and I know that you care about us, but now we have someone someone new joining us, and, and I don't know. It's not replacing. She's not. They're not. She's not being replaced. But I think it's kind of like this transition where it's like, 
they've been grieving for so long and the dad hasn't found anyone new and now the dad's happy and, and everything and you know the, the sisters and the, I mean the daughters basically <laughs> his daughters are being very supportive and encouraging so yeah yeah yeah, I thought so overall the Korea scene. I thought it was a great scene. Loved it. Dulce. Fun. It was really fun. Yeah. I liked the, the, the fun and then the way that you called it, the cartoonish kind of style, it was really fun too. Alright, next scene. What's the next scene? Um oh wait, 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 wait. Before we go on actually, we have to talk about <laughs> how Kitty found a man at Korea. <laughs> Okay, how do you feel about that? I have different opinions. I thought it was so cute because, like, you know, she's the girl that she's a sister that's very feisty and, like... A cute me. Oh, yeah. No, a meet cute. Meet cute, no? Oh, a meet cute. Is it? I think it's meet cute. And... Okay, meet cute. We're going to go meet cute. Yes, yeah, so I thought it was so cute that they added that in there, that they gave her a moment to find someone, especially since the other two movies, she was more of the matchmaker, so I think that was nice. Yeah, I think it was nice, too. I like the idea, and it's kind of like bringing a different, uh, you know, side to the character, but I think something that, I just feel like it wasn't really, like, a center of attention, which makes sense, right, because the movie's all about, you know, the main character, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I feel like a lot of the time, whenever they mention it, I was like, oh my god, I, yeah, I forgot. She has a <laughs> she. She found someone. So because it was very kind of like a distance thing. I don't know if you felt like that. That's kind of how I felt. Because um, when when she was in the scene, she brought it up, especially like the football thing. Like it caught me off guard. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot she she met someone. And like it wasn't like clearly always being stated. Yeah, I see. But I think it's also because of that. Like how the movie is yeah. Laura Jean's. It's- about Laura Jean and not as much Kitty. And Peter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's the next scene? What's the next big scene? Like, Okay, not getting into Stanford. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, like, the whole... Because that, that, you know, that whole thing itself is, like, a scene where, um, where they're, you know, when he comes... When she gets rejected, right? And then he comes and takes her out to dinner <laughs> and then he's like kind of like saying he's kind of like saying like oh we got in and like all this and all that Why are you it's laughing? because like <laughs> i'm thinking about the text like how she thought she texted the sister but she actually texted peter and peter thought she got into i don't know Stanford. how you make such a i don't know how you make such a big mistake like that i always double check the people i text i've done that before i'm like is this so many no one time i was really? trying to text my mom like uh the grocery list so i told her i texted please buy like milk bread and i don't know what else and the good thing is that i hadn't finished sending the list so i just sent her part of it and i clicked send and then i checked and i sent it to the leadership group chat in my school (laughs) i was like oh my gosh i'm sorry that was for my mom just ignore it Oh my god, I was drinking coffee right now. I almost put it up. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, but I thought that part was like really like when that part when I first saw that part, I was like, no, she did not do that. And then when Peter came with the truck, like with all Stanford written all over the it, I know. First, I thought that was so cute. I was like, oh, that's such a nice gesture. But like the fact that she didn't get in, like, oh no. And he just kept bringing um, it up over and over, like he wouldn't let it go. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I'm gonna head off a little bit. We're, we'll still talk about scenes, but I kind of want to talk about that moment specifically. It it, <laughs> it made it really hard to like Peter because Peter's not a I I like Peter really cares about her, right? Like it's it's so obvious, and I really like that they highlighted that so much in this movie, right? That. That, you know, after everything that they've been through, at least he really, really cares about her. And when I was watching the movie, I was like, yeah, this guy definitely is in love with this person. Like, it, they made it so, like, obvious and so... It was good acting. I really liked it. The story, the plot line and everything. Um, but it just made it so hard to like Peter at some point. Just because he was always bringing it up, like you mentioned. And he was kind of, like, pressuring her. And it made me feel almost a little bit uncomfortable because it's like... 
you can see like Lara Jean's face mm-hmm. and how she's like you know she's like but like she's very like she I feel like she it was like manipulation and like a lot of pressure from Peter making her make decisions that she didn't really want for herself or like like clearly she loves Peter right but like the whole idea of like you know, going to college together and like being together—that was a whole pressure on itself. And I, I, I just, I didn't like the idea that she just felt this like pressure, and it made me feel really uncomfortable for her. And just be like, dang, I, I don't know. I just felt really like Peter was manipulating her in so many ways. You know, he's like, oh, like you know, it's not like he said it out loud, but it almost felt like in those moments where he was trying to manipulate her, and like Largie was kind of in this like middle middle ground, right? Like she's like, where am I going? Like. Um, he was kind of come, kind of almost saying like, "Oh well, do you not like like me that or like love me that much, right?" Hold on, I think you're getting too really ahead here, say. Like, but at the part where like he goes in the jeep, ignore my dog, everyone in the background, if you can hear him. It's Rocky. Rocky special guest here. <laughs> if if we're talking about the part that when he takes her to dinner because he thinks she got into Stanford. I, I feel like that's not like he wasn't pushing anything on her because he thought she got in. It was just her not telling him. So how was really how was he going to know? Like, of course, he's going to be telling everyone because he's so excited. This is something that both of them had dreamed about for a while. No, already. I had to agree with that statement. He dreamed, well, they both wanted to go to college together. But I feel like the whole Stanford thing was his dream and not hers. Yeah, but that was like her fault because um, until she really saw New York, that's when she decided to speak up about it. She had never mentioned anything about it. You see, I'm mad mad at both of them. You know, overall (laughs) story, I'm just, I'm I'm not okay with both of their decision making here. But I know it's all to build up to the plot line, right? Which makes sense. But yes, sorry, got a little too ahead of myself. But that's just kind of like, like the way that I felt, especially in that scene, even though he didn't like, even though he didn't like know specifically, right? Because at that point he does, but but he does tell her, or I mean, she does tell him. Does no, it, not, not during that. In a different scene at the diner, but not when they first went out to celebrate and when he asked her to prom. Not there. That was another scene when she finally told them. No, she told them in the. It wasn't the when they were in New York already. When they, she told them that they. She told him that she hadn't gotten into Stanford oh, when yeah, they the were in shop. New York in the in the diner in New York. In the shop when they were like eating something. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm getting a little ahead of yeah. myself. But you know, that's you know, I'll stop talking from there and I'll let Joanna catch up a little bit. I'm sorry. All right, okay. But I at one point I at some point yeah, I do agree with Dulce. Like when I watch this movie. I told my mom, I was like, this is why I was teen John Ambrose. Like, <laughs> I still this day, I like how the movie ended. I don't like Peter. Like, I loved him in the first movie, right? Like, I thought their relationship was so cute. But then after I found out the hot tub, the how the hot tub scene happened and how he was waiting for Jen, like, I didn't like him. And going into this third movie, I try to give him another chance, you know? <laughs> and She's like, you really the- felt me, Peter. <laughs> yeah. No shade to the and- actors. We love the actors. They're really good at you know, yeah. playing their part. I was like, Laura Jean seems very happy, so I'll give another chance. But then when this whole thing happened, that, like, the scene that really got me, like, messed up. Like, I was like, oh, no, I don't like Peter. Is when she told him that she was going to go to New York and he, like, yes. he broke up with her because of it. Yes. Like, the I prom. was like... <gasps> the prom. I was like, you did not. Like, you broke up with her because she wanted to follow her dreams, like, her life goals. I'm like, are you serious? Like, oh. And then it's also, like, she never really, like... Like, she never stopped him with his dreams. Like, she was so supportive of that idea, especially when she decided to go to New York. She was always like, yeah, like, she's not, like, telling him to move. So, like, why are, mm-hmm. why is he pressuring her? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, no, girl, no. Just, okay, Did you let him go. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Okay, I was going to say dump him. <laughs> I was like, no, just let him go. I was like no 
what really happens? Anything happens during the breakup? Not really, right? The dad gets married. Well, of course, that's big, but this is oh more like Laura God. Jean okay. and Peter's story. Okay, I... <laughs> no one else. <laughs> um... Oh my god. Okay, I have so much to talk about that scene. So, okay, we're going Okay, we're kind of going backwards. So, we do want to talk about prom, I feel like, right? We want to talk about the prom scene. So, that happened a little bit before the breakup. We missed the prom scene, but we'll talk about it right now. So, right now we're kind of like talking about our overall feelings about like the the characters because I feel like it's important to kind of establish how we feel about them before we go into the individual scenes a little bit. But um basically like the thing that in that scene in the breakup thing that caught me, like, okay, there's two things that really stood out to me. Well, three things. One was that, um, basically, like, the, you know, when, when he walks, when he walks away and she's, like, at the door, like, remember, like, she's, yeah. like, you know, they're, like, there and, like, they were, you know, they were, like, I don't know, the whole, the whole scene just felt really wrong to me because of, like, the fact that she was, like, wanting to do something just because she... She was, she was scared about their relationship, but at the same time that, like, Peter called her out for that and made her feel worse. And then at the same time, um, when he walks out and he says that, it made me a little bit angry because it's like, well, you claim that, you know, you claim to love her so much and now it's like you're doing this. But I also feel like he got caught up in the moment, right? So I try to give him that benefit of the doubt. But when he walks away, the, this is like a more of a director kind of thing. Laura Jean just stands there for a really long time, and I feel like that was so awkward, in my opinion, to watch. No, I felt like that was amazing. I love that they added that in there. I love that she she didn't, like, go straight into crying, that she tried to hold back her tears. Like, but I love that because I feel like that's how, I don't know about you, I feel like that's how I would be if I were to be in that situation because it's like your heart broken, you want to cry, but at the same time, she knows that what Peter did, breaking up with her over her wanting to follow her dreams is wrong. So I feel like she was conflicted, like she's like heartbroken, but at the same time, she's upset, like how could he do this to her? So I loved that, how she was like, she wanted to cry, but at the same time, she was trying to hold back her tears because she knows that no. it was just wrong what he did. I agree with that. No, I think that scene is is like needed, but the part where she, where he walks away right away, there's like this a very long, long scene where it's just her standing there, and then she st- then she decides to like turn around, and then she does a thing where she goes backwards and forwards, like she's trying to like, like what like she's like, oh my god, do I run after him or no? But there's this really, like, scene where it's, like, such a long pause that she's just looking at the door. But, like, for an over, like, a little bit of an overwhelming time, which I feel like is unnecessary. Like, I agree that that brings emphasis, right? Like, she's, like, you know, I feel like if I were in that position, I would be shocked, too. I'll be, like, just looking at the door, right? But I mm-hmm. think it's, like, I felt like it was just too long. Like, to an, to an extent, in my opinion, when I was watching, I was, like, this is a little bit too long, like longer than necessary. I feel like the thing that brought more impact to that whole scene was what you mentioned. The the idea that she was like, you know, she looks at the, you know, at the screen kind of shocked and then she should be looking around, right? Like, like what just happened, right? Instead, her character, I don't know if the director decided to do this. She, she just kind of stands there and just looks at the door for quite a period of time and then she decides to move. And I feel like that, that caught my attention and I felt like to an extent I was like, okay, this is, like, really good directing, right? Like, she started to, like, look around and stuff like that towards, you know, and then the whole, like, crying thing, that I like that you brought that up because it's true. I think it brings more impact to that whole idea where it's, like, she's kind of, like, feeling kind of conflicted inside. Like, she just did something that she wanted to do and he didn't accept it. And it's kind of, like, what? I just broke up with someone, but it's, like, do I cry or not? But I think what I was just trying to say is that there's this scene that, I don't know. I just felt like it was a little too long that it made it a little awkward to me just watching it. But overall, okay, it's it's a good scene. I have to admit, Joanna did bring a valid point to this whole argument. So yeah. Now let's <laughs> so go on to the last scene. The let's just go off at the ending. Like okay, like um, when the final contract, the contract that he makes in the yearbook. Mm-hmm. Let let me just say, hated the scene. No, like why? Okay, so I loved how they went back and they finally said how Peter said how they're meet cute and how they showed that. 
But I hated it because I didn't Jenny. want her to get back with him. I didn't want her to get back with him. Like, yeah. After yeah. what he did, like, I feel like if someone treats you like that, like, that doesn't support you and dumps you like that, I feel like there should be no reason for you to go back to him. So I was like, why? Why? I was like, John Ambrose wouldn't have done this. Like, uh uh-uh. <laughs> yeah i mean i think it was interesting so like in going back to that a little bit just in that scene where they break up um the text message that he sends like oh do, do you want me to go back do you want me to go to the wedding i think that kind of shows that like first of all you broke up with her <laughs> mm-hmm. so why are you asking like it's pretty obvious that she doesn't you know you're, you're probably not gonna want to go either way so that idea and then leading up to this moment where it's like uh, he comes into the wedding and, and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I just, I didn't like it either. I think it was just not, I don't know. I don't know. My other thing uh-huh. was like, what if she said no? Like, I was like, you you just ruined my yearbook. Like, you wrote in my yearbook. <laughs> like, what the heck? You just ruined it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like how you, I like how that's like the perspective you're going to take it into. I was like, my future kids are going to see this. I don't want them to see this letter that some guy wrote me and I rejected him. Rips off the last, rip, rips off the cover page. In the last. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Uh, there was just a lot going on. Overall, I think we can both agree that Lara deserves someone else, someone better than than Peter. No offense. Uh, I don't know. It just it was conflicting because it's also like I I kind of felt like he really cared about her, but then the whole idea of him just being really manipulative and and just kind of like pressuring her to do something that she didn't want to, and you know, I think the overall moral of the story lesson: everyone should do what they want to do. No one should pressure you to do anything. All right, but let's just end it like this. Let's just, like, give final thoughts on it. Now that we talked about, like, individual scenes, overall, I'd give it, like, a 6 out of 10. I thought there were great parts, like the Korea part. There were some nice little romantic parts. But then there were also, like, I just didn't like the way Peter was really throughout most of the movie. So I, I'd give it I, a six out of ten. Okay, yeah, but that's a plot line, right? What about like the sceneries? Like, how would you rate that? Like, like did did you enjoy watching it in general? Like, did you like like the the style of it? Because you know how they bring up like the text, like, oh, it's prom. Did you like that? Mm, not really. I wasn't a big fan of that. I see, like, how they wanted to do that, because in the other movies, how they would do it instead, like, the transition would be a banner on the school, and so I guess, like, they wanted to keep that, but, like, just a little different, so they made it, like, a full, like, text thingy now instead of a banner. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, and then also, this whole thing was on senior year so I kind of did tell my parents I was like why would they release it this year though like I get they want to release it like maybe like oh like I I honestly don't understand I know some shows are doing like oh we're gonna have a prom episode and this is dedicated to the seniors that never got a prom but it honestly just it doesn't help me (laughs) like it makes me more sad like the fact that they're showing everything like senior trip from like all these senior activities I was like why couldn't they release this next year like um you know prom was actually supposed to happen in a few months like don't make me feel sad about this so but I mean I feel like in that perspective like they had to do that uh because in the last book like they do go to prom at all about their senior year so I feel like that's why they did it and they, they just happened to release it this year um I like I I I feel conflicted in it because I do feel that way, right? Because it was all prom-related. I was just, like, you know, all senior-related, and I'm just, like, kind of sad that we won't have that. But I think it also kind of made, like, I did really feel part of it, if that makes sense. Like, I really enjoyed those scenes because it kind of just gave me, like, an insight of, like, what could have happened, but it was also, like, a thing where it's, like, I don't know. It was, like, a very conflicting thing in, my, in inside me, but I, I do... I did enjoy some of those parts, to be honest, but, it, of course, it did make me a little sad because I might not have that. But, yeah, I, I, I liked how they mentioned, like, the class of 2021, so we're going to graduate with Lara Jean. And no, that's what characters. I also didn't like. I was like, 
stop don't be the class of 2021 like no what do you mean i think that's cool because it's kind of like our our thing like i'm i actually really like that because it now i can be like i don't know <laughs> like i could be like wow like this whenever i watch this movie it's gonna remind me of just like i don't know it's gonna remind you of the year you didn't have yeah exactly that's why i didn't <laughs> like it because it's like oh it's, it's like the it's our class when most most of the classes of 21 are not having anything and like this fantasy movie is having their dream senior year like <laughs> i feel convicted i'm in the middle you know i'm i'm trying to be positive about my senior year but yeah, I, I do agree. It's sad. It's sad to know that. And unfortunately, that's what we're going through. We're in a pandemic, but hopefully everything becomes better soon for the world. All right. Well, well, I don't know what kind of world they live in that their prom already happened in February for some reason. True. But True. <laughs> that, that, that caught my attention, too. But well, we're going to end it off here. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's podcast we hope you enjoy listening to us talk about what we did on valentine's day our love theory as well as our opinions on to all the boys always and forever so thank you for listening again and come back next week comment comment down below how you feel about to all the boys comment down below your love theories and comment down what you did for valentine's day did you have a valentine's day or did you have a Valentine's? Let us know. Or were you third wheeling? Are you or were you third wheeling? That's totally acceptable. Follow us at Lemon Talk Podcast on Instagram, at Lemon Talk Podcast on TikTok. Watch us dance, do acting and singing. And follow us on Twitter at Lemon Talk Pod. Tweet us. Uh, let us know what you want us to do next. Uh, if you have any recommendations on what you want to hear us talk about, what topics, let us know. Thank you for staying tuned to this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Come back for more. And yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye.